Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I understand you're pretty funny as a DJ. My antics go right to the funny boat. You're funny, all right. You're a scream. You ought to get a job on one of those excursion boats. Hey, good morning, everybody. It's the Wake Up with the Wolf Show. I'm glad you're with us this morning. How's everybody feeling? I, I can tell you feel better today, Annie. I'm, a, I'm a little more spry. Had an iced coffee on the way here, so we're is feeling that, alive. Is that a iced coffee from home, or is that a bought at the drive-thru? No, home. home. It's one of those stock, the cold brew they sell at the store, and I in, just in add the a bottle? creamer. Yeah, yeah. So good. I just don't understand cold coffee. It's a, it's a different world than warm coffee, yeah. Dale. I can't explain it. Yeah, and you just don't get it, man. And it made me cold. I am freezing right now. <laughs> so what you're saying is, Grandpa, you're out of it? Yeah, you're out of it. <laughs> this is new generation coffee. Yeah. My dad, he, he loved coffee. He drank it every day, several cups all day. Nothing made him happier than going in there and firing up that coffee pot and brewing a fresh pot, <sighs> pouring I, that first hot cup. I look forward to that first cup of the day. It smells so wonderful that you know, just wafting through the house, you know. Mm-hmm. But he loved it. But one thing he said he would he, cold coffee was not on his menu. Of course, back in the day, yeah, uh-huh. we never even thought about drinking cold. You want a cold coffee. cup of coffee? Yeah, no. And then somebody thought, hey, we can sell more coffee if we little put ice, ice, little caramel, yeah. little little creamer. You're good to go. Exactly. All right, I have, uh, man, I, I dug up some nuggets last night just sitting, reading, and checking out some stuff. He's Here been he busy. Goes. Here he goes bragging he can read again. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you in on a couple of things you're going to be, I ain't going to be surprised at, really surprised. But, you know, that's what I do. It's my job. <laughs> Good morning to you. We're glad you're listening. It's 2 past 6. We've been swinging. Wake up with the Wolf Show. Good morning to you. Uh, we're starting the day out with uh, a little warm one today. Mostly sunny later on today. Upper 80s, about 87 for the high. By the way, if you're making plans for the holiday weekend, cloudy, some showers possible all three days, mid to upper 80s for the holiday weekend. And before you know it, fall will be here. We'll all take a big breath in, enjoy the weather, and then... Winter time. Winter. Well, 
you know, I always look forward to the first morning when you step out in the fall and that the, the air is cool. Yeah. And you almost think, should I grab a jacket or pull on a hoodie? And I absolutely do every time. <laughs> <laughs> and my Ugg boots. Oh, gosh. I ain't broke them bad boys out in probably five years. Before you know it. Before you know it. I ain't wearing mm-hmm. them things. I go live in the closet. Yesterday we made our back to school pictures and it was. Oh, I count- never posted them. I'm I was getting an ready. Idiot. To, I looked yesterday and I'm like, where are they? I totally, it totally slipped my mind. Well, guys. get on it. Get on that. Do, I'll take care of it now. Yeah. What we did is we counted up how many days each of us have been on this program. <laughs> um, today is my 2,076th day on the Wake Up with the Wolf show. Congratulations, Dale. Goes by so fast. <laughs> Hard to believe. He grows up so fast. He does. I know. I'm not too far behind you. It's 1,993 for me today. Yes. Well, congratulations, Jay. Uh, you I'm, know, thank you. I'm way behind. I'm at 919 today. That was a rough guesstimate. But I've also been on the Wake Up With The Wolf show before I was on the Wake Up With The Wolf show. But I didn't count those days. Right. Well... You know, yeah, you, 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 she'll have her pictures up later with a little back to school. I'm, I'm over here laughing, looking at them again. We look so cute, <laughs> little kids. Hey, um, Kevin Costner, who stars in my favorite TV show on TV right now, Yellowstone. Yes. yes. Very excited about the new season coming in November. Stoked. Kind of, sort of counting down. They two released, hours. They were two hour. Yes! That is going to be two hours. It's going to blow by quick, but what a glorious two hours it's uh-huh. going to be. So uh, that's coming. They released a really short video trailer. It was basically B-roll. Yeah, it wasn't even it worth was. it. It was not even a teaser at all. It was like whoever was in the production department goes, okay, <laughs> I'll crank something out. <laughs> this is yeah. it, boys. This yeah. is it. <laughs> I got to go. I got to pick up my kid at school. This Give is what you're something, getting. but not too much. Yeah. So that's what they did. Well, Kevin Costner, as of this season, is the highest-paid TV actor on television. He earns $1.3 million per episode. Good for him. For Yellowstone. Followed by, very and very closely, by the way, by Jason Sudeikis, who gets a million dollars an episode for Ted Lasso, which is coming up on their last season. I heard that he deserves a major award for being in that show. Have you seen it? I haven't. I watched one scene, though, where someone was going to kill him, I guess, or killing somebody else or something, and he was crying. Um, I don't I don't remember that, but I will highly recommend Ted Lasso. You will <laughs> love it. I could be thinking about a different show, you but are. I really thought it was there's, Jason Sudeikis. There's no, what? there's no real killing in Ted Lasso. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, he coaches a soccer team. But and. there are murders on the soccer team. <laughs> yeah. But the entire the entire soccer team is a group of assassins. No. <laughs> Actually, it. I would watch that. I would too. I'd watch that. But no, yeah, he's uh, number two at a million dollars. And Sylvester Stallone has a new show coming out called Tulsa King. And he's getting a million dollars an episode for that. So, But very anxious to see the new season of Yellowstone. Very happy that it's coming back. And somebody told me that that's, is it, that's not their last season. They haven't announced that, have they? For who? Yellowstone. No. Somebody told me last night. And said, that's a moment. And I said, nah. Y'all tripping. Wrong. She was storming through the house that day. And I could tell she was leaving. Wake up with the Wolf Show. The time is 6.20. It's Wednesday, and uh, usually on Wednesdays, we do a little bit of weird Wednesday. Spooky. Well, this one is. 
I found a collection of stories uh, from people who participated in a little experiment where they each told about odd things that happened to them at some point in their life. And each of them were had one story that while no one was around to corroborate their story, they remember every detail and of course swear this stuff really happened. Mm-hmm. This one happened to a 10-year-old who spent a long weekend at a friend's house in Montana. In Montana, which I'd love to go to Montana. It sounds beautiful to me. Yeah, in the fall, September, late September. I guess this friend had a cabin there and they were visiting. The family was visiting. Um, says, I slept on the floor of his room in a sleeping bag. One night, I had a lot of trouble sleeping. I would go to sleep and wake up, go to sleep and wake up. I must have fallen asleep briefly, but I woke up covered in sweat and I was shaking. I was 100% awake. I had not been completely asleep the whole night. Then I watched as a grim reaper-like figure floated from the shadows to the other side of the room where there was a wall. Hmm. He peeled back the wall like it was a curtain. Then I saw my hometown at dusk covered in flames with people screaming. What? He pointed at the city and said, this is how it ends. I ran to the bathroom and I stayed there for the rest of the night. Told his cousin about it the next day. His cousin had never seen anything like that, but had also experienced some weird things in that cabin. And it wasn't a temporary cabin. They lived there permanently. That was their permanent home. It wasn't like a vacation thing. I, I, I don't know. Maybe there's like some sort of like natural gas leak. I don't know. Or maybe he had some gas. <laughs> too many tacos for dinner or something. I could have been something. Could have been that. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. I would wake up really like unsettled. I'd be ready. Okay, pack it up, people. <laughs> Sorry, out of Montana. Headed back home now. Yeah, you're right. It is weird. That's why we call it Weird Wednesday. Here's Haley Withers. Wake up with the Wolf Show. It's six thirty-five. So I was out the other day outside getting some fresh air, and I noticed this was around three p.m. And I noticed a school bus goes by. I was like, "Oh yeah, we're back to school." Yeah. Then another one goes by, and then the same one comes back down the road, back by the house again. Which got me to thinking: If you're a bus driver, please let me know at six zero Wolf. <laughs> Do you guys scope out the area before you go on the route, or... Well, do you think they would really be doing it in the bus? I feel like they would... I don't know. If I was a bus driver, maybe I'd take my car on a day I wasn't wasn't working and kind of drive my routes. I know that um, before I moved back here, when I was, moved, I was living in Kentucky, the drivers take the bus on the route 
before school starts. Oh, to, okay. To, the, the whole route. They run the whole thing. So they see if they can back down certain streets yes. and stuff like that. Right. Ah, okay. Yeah, because I really don't want a bunch of middle schoolers laughing at me when I'm driving the bus and I got get it wrong or I can't get backed out of somewhere, some tight spot. You're a crazy driver. <laughs> this is not where we were going with this, Dale. <laughs> but do they do it here in North Carolina? Are you allowed to take the bus out ahead of time or do you have to do it in your personal car? Or do you just, you know, you get the spreadsheet on the first day and they go, good luck. I doubt anybody is that bold. Yeah, I think they. I think I'm, I'm almost certain they take those things out, you know, for a little shakedown cruise, and uh, scope out that route before they actually hit the first day of school. You know what I've never understood is um, like who creates the bus route because literally the bus would go right past my house and thanks. then drop me down a neighborhood at the bottom of this when I'm, I'm not even lying when i say it was a humongous hill it was huge and i'm like why couldn't you just drop me off at my driveway that's wrong, on the main wrong road. side of the street sorry you can't no it was that. on the right side of the street <laughs> everything i mean all signs pointed to just get let us off at our driveway i get the less stops but come on it's a little safer than what they had us walking hey rules and regs man i never understood that i still don't get it now, when you're in elementary school, there's a drop-off every every other corner. There's somewhere you're getting dropped off and picked up. But when you get to middle school and high school, they're like, mm, where can we pick up all the kids at one place so that we're not picking them up multiple times? Plus, you know, now you get the kids are getting on the bus so early, it's dark it when was the dark drivers when, go out. In middle school, it was dark when I'd get on the bus about um, probably two months in until like, you know, early spring. It was dark. My bus came at 7.40. Mm-mm. Wow, you guys got to sleep in. Yeah. yeah, I think my bus came like sometime, I don't even remember what time middle school started, but it was like maybe 7.30. Wow. Middle school was early, so I remember it'd be like 6.30, 6.45, and I was standing out there for the bus. 5.40 for me. Jeez, that just seems so 540, early. 5.40, and no one stole you? Well, I wouldn't steal you either, but... I was the first one on the bus. I believe the that. first one. And passed out by the time everybody else got picked up. Oh, I would get in the back, and I'd be able to hear the little strobe light on top going, zing, 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 and I'd just go... Yeah, you'd catch some Zs while it was catching some Zs, uh-huh. huh? All right, so if you're a bus driver around the triad... Curiosity is getting the best of it. Yeah, it's need to know information. Yeah, do you go out before school starts on a little shakedown cruise <laughs> and scope out your route, or do you just show up the first day? I, I gotta believe they go early. Gotta believe they go early. Your mama packed y'all up and moved you to. Take you. Wake up with the Wolf Show. We had questions. We're inquiring minds. Mm-hmm. About how all this bus stuff, the, it started out going, hmm, did the bus drivers get to do a little shakedown cruise and travel the route before they actually yeah. go out on that first day of school, or they just go out and kind of go into it blind? But it always seemed complicated to me about how you figure out all those bus routes. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of territory to cover, man. You break out the construction paper and draw lines. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> And you're talking about all these ind- these little individual houses and little kids and, mm-hmm. you know, how to get them all to school. <laughs> well, you know what? We might have some answers. Hey, um, hey. I don't, I'm not a bus driver, but I route buses. 
Oh, so you're the one who figures out the bus routes. Yes. How do you do and that? So I'm on my way to work right now. <laughs> I'm doing good, thank you. The logistics of that sound complicated to me. Well, it, talking about the bus drivers, we allow in Rockingham County, we allow um, the bus drivers to take their bus before the route, I mean, before school starts and run their route. But that we do that in advance. And then they have, like, we did it last week on Wednesday. We sent out all the routes. And on Thursday, Wednesday night and Thursday, they had open house. They were flooded at students wanting transportation. So it was like 800 kids. So we're adding those to this. That's for the whole county. We're adding those um, working long hours, working the weekend. And I am almost caught up at this time. Wow. So by the end of the day, I should be called up and have all students on uh, that have requested transportation at stop. So the bus routes are built, and then we add to it. So whatever the bus driver got on Wednesday completely changed on Thursday, Friday, and, and by Monday. Oh. Because we add it. So we just give them a bus pass, the students a bus pass, and they give it to the driver, and the driver adds it in. So... Is there a system you use where you plug in all the students who live in the vicinity of an area or something? Yes, we have a TIMS. It's called TIMS. The whole state of North Carolina uses that. And we will find the best stop. Like, let's say it's a middle school and a high schooler. Um, and they will put that stop in one place and put both of them at that place. Okay. Right. So, you know, we look at the logistics that way and they can walk up to a certain amount each the elementary the middle school and the high school we try to make all kindergartners home stops mm-hmm. and first graders pretty much if possible but if they live on a no travel road then that means it's not state maintained and our it's a state law our buses can't go down those roads makes sense okay all right well that's uh, that's a lot of information that's how that's that's the inside track well <laughs> yeah, thanks I've for learned calling. a lot yeah y'all have a great day you all, too. Right, all right bye-bye see i knew it was complicated that's complicated yeah and is it against the law to place a stop at a chick-fil-a <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not a good idea but i mean think about that and see what just what she said we get all the routes together and then they have open house and now 800 more kids need to get a bus yeah then they got to go back and add 800 kids mm-hmm. to the routes and figure out which though all those 800 kids which of those buses they get on uh-huh. and where they get on them at. my nephews are going to be two more of them come next week because i'm picking them up every day this week at the car rider line until they get the buses figured out hey you're you're so smart man i couldn't do it at least they have that system it. i can't imagine probably trying to do it without that system man, that is crazy Wow, that was very informative. Absolutely. We're in the home stretch. Wake up with the Wolf Show. About a click after 7 o'clock, heading toward a three day weekend. Special weekend coming up. Throwbacks all weekend this weekend. Oh, yeah. Kicking it off early. About noon on Friday, we'll start that. That'll be awesome. That's Friday to you. Friday? Friday. Friday. Friday, I love Fridays. Fridays are awesome. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, we're going to talk a little bit later on on this program about those behavior cards and those special folders that come home. Ugh. The color based on your behavior. So embarrassing. At school and, and how you feel about that. Did you have that system? 
Do you have that system now? Does your kid uh, have that system in place? I had, so. a, I had a similar system. But it was complicated. And I'll be happy to explain coming up. It was it was kind of like a a, a a daily report card, but you got it at the end of the week, and it was it was weird. And I feel like was it Clay? We were talking to the other day who said that his son has like colored folders now, and you bring home the colored folder of the day. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. Uh, well, actually, Clay was talking about how many uh, you know sticker cards yeah. that have been completely filled out where you get a little you know, sticker for doing something good. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then when you fill up your little sticker card, the sticker card goes home. Mm-hmm. So mom and dad go, oh, look at you and your sticker card yeah. doing good things. My niece was the one with the folders. Okay, okay, the folders. So, yeah, uh, my kids had a folder and contained within that folder was... All the aforementioned things plus some. Mm-hmm. Um, and that came out on a particular day of the week. The most dreaded day of the entire week was when that folder came home. Mm-hmm. And you had to sign it before the end of the week or something? Well, yeah. Well, I had to go back the next day. Mm. And, you know, there was as much homework in there for mom and dad as there was for the kid. Uh-huh. Yep. Drove us nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and it never ends, man. It just keeps on going. So we'll talk about that coming up here in just a little while and uh, discuss whether or not you think that's a good idea or not such a good idea. And if you don't think it's a good idea, do you have a better idea about how to handle it? Coming up. Nice day coming up today. Mostly sunny. Let me hot though. Sticky. 86. Wake up with the Wolf Show. Good morning. 724. We're talking about these behavior cards that uh, kids get now. Now, I got no such thing when I was in school. You did get unsatisfactory remarks on your report card if there was an issue. And you also would get a note sent home. But it was not some color-coded card that you received. Yeah, the Little House on the Prairie Day is a little different. It was. Well, thanks to nobody on the Wolf's Facebook page for answering. And I mean nobody answering. Um, well, maybe that's just not maybe that's just not an issue. The, these these folders that go out. Now, did you guys get the cards? So, as far back as I can remember. And how did that work when it happened? Right. So, as far back as I can remember, I had cards. I think it was, it, it might have been more than three colors, but of course the standard colors I remember were red, yellow, and green. Okay, makes sense. Stoplight colors. And right, stuff. right, right. And, um, You'd start your day with a green card. Every day. Every day started with a green now, card. They would give that to you. No, there would be like a place, like everybody had like a pocket that hung on the door. Okay. And it had the cards in it and have your name on the front of it. And that would be your set of cards. And essentially, um, you'd start with a green card every single day. Um, if you got in trouble or if the teacher felt like it was needed, you would go up and flip your card. So... Say I was talking. Big surprise there. Yeah. Oh, that never happened. She had warned me a few times to stop talking. Well, finally, she's like, all right, Annie, it's time for you to go up and flip it to a yellow card. And for me, like, I get it. Like, I get the point of the behavior stuff. But at the same time, it's so humiliating 
to have a teacher call you out in front of everybody and then everybody gets to watch you do the walk of shame to go flip this Uh card and then your whole day is ruined because you got the yellow or you made it to red and then you have to tell your parent who then gets on to you because you then got a yellow or a red card and I was like this there's no reward system here what is the point in this and I remember being a kid upset about it but as an adult I think about it even more and I'm like I don't get it. Whether I'm a teacher or not, I've done childcare, everything else. I just, I don't get it. Were your parents informed that you had to change your card color? Yeah, I think that was pretty much the the gist of it. You know, most of the time it would be, they were told it was going to happen, probably an open house or whatever. And then every day you'd see them, oh, what color card did you get today? Mm-hmm. Did you get a green card today? Did you flip the red today? You know, that kind of thing. Um, I've also been in a, a classroom where we had like clothespins and you moved them along, whatever it was. I want to say I had more colors too in one class, like a bunch of colors. Yeah. And we had the clothespin system when I was in school, except what the teacher did was come back and just put the clothespin on your nose. <sighs> Harsh <laughs> lifestyle in that one room schoolhouse, Dale. Yeah, it was. Um, so now as a mother of a child, how would you feel about that same system being just, used on him? Just, I don't care. What what the heck was the point in it? Because I don't remember ever physically really getting in trouble. Maybe a scolding from my parents. It was worthless. And then two, the teacher never did anything. I just flipped the card. Oh, you got a red card today. Okay. Okay. And and I still don't remember why, you know, like what the, what the point of it was. Was to shame me? Was to make me think I don't want to get anything else but a green card to so let me act good? I mean, the biggest thing I ever got in trouble was talking. But my teachers learned very quickly, no matter where you moved me in that room, I was going to talk. So you made a lot of trips up to flip your cards. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I was a good kid, but I was a talker. Sure. I mean, that I remember every single report card, <laughs> progress report or whatever. <laughs> and he's an excellent student. Definitely a talker. Yeah. What And what would happen when we would go to parent-teacher conferences and they would say about our kids, well, he's very social. Yeah. Which means your kid yakking too much. Um, well, they ain't met my son. He's a product of double yackers. I was the exact opposite. I was quiet in school. But it was fourth grade. Her name was Miss Harrelson. Man, she had a reputation of being that teacher. The mm, one you tough. dreaded. I mean, straight wicked witch of the West. Ooh, God, call her all the way out. Yeah, it turned out she was actually really nice. <laughs> it, I swear it was. So, I don't remember what I did that day, but I remember how she reacted. We had leaves. There were leaves. It was called the leaf. Anyway, leaves. Leaves. Sorry. Leaves. leaves. Anyway, leaves. And they were on a cabinet, and it was on a system. It wasn't a color system, it was S, S minus, N, N minus, U. I remember that clearly. That's weird. Satisfactory, needs work, unsatisfactory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of do order. Right. I remember I, I remember her reaction. I don't remember what I did. Maybe I made a smart comment. That will never happen. Um, <laughs> and I remember she goes, okay. And she licked her lips like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to teach him something. And she walked over there and she grabbed my leaf- and she took it and walked it all the way down to you and smacked it on the cabinet. And I remember thinking in my head, oh, this is going to be a bad week for me. She couldn't stand your butt. That's, that's what that was. Because, she was sick of you. Because it was like, I want to say they would send it out like on a Thursday or something about how the last week went. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember them opening that and they went, <clears throat> a you. But and truly, 
at the mm. at the end of the day, it's like I don't know. I feel like that's just another way for a kid to just feel lower than low, or get put down, or get called out in front of the class. And I think a lot of teaching styles have changed every year, especially from all of our teacher shout outs we did. Yeah. I learned so much about how these teachers have finally started to comprehend that not every kid learns the same. Every student is totally different in a classroom environment. They're catering more to the needs of these students. And I think that this is going to result in a lot happier kids and a lot a lot better learning environments. But, but school districts are now adding more and more kids, which is making it harder. Yeah, but I just... I just still, I don't, I hope my kid doesn't have to experience the whole card thing because I'm telling you, it was embarrassing. And I'm always, I'm an empath. So I feel for other people. I get my feelings hurt really easily, but it just really, really was, I just remember just hating it and being super embarrassed. And I just never understood why. Like I said, I never really got in trouble at school. I got kind of scolded at home. Like it was, a, they expected me to get a green card every day. But like, what was the point? The lunch card's the best. Oh, yeah, that's my favorite card. I like that Absolutely. Can I get an extra one? Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, but what about you? Did you have that system when you were a kid? Does your kid have that system now? And if you don't like it, what's a better way to handle it? 680-WOLF. We just trying to catch a good time. Even if it's... Wake up with the Wolf Show. Talking about discipline in school and you getting the colored cards or whatever system they use for... Punishing you, I guess, when you misbehave in school. And really most of the, when I was a kid, most of the misbehaving was either talking or fighting. Okay. Uh. So when I was in school, um, the teacher could still paddle you, could still spank oh. you. Uh-huh. So I remember one, one year, clearly fifth grade. Sam Kroll was my teacher. He was the only man teacher in our school. And he was a young athletic guy, did a little bit of coaching, you know, as far as coaching goes in elementary school. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were coming back from an assembly, and a, guy, a kid behind me flicking me on my ears just hard. Dale has big ears, by the way. Leave him alone. I told him one time, stop. Don't do that again. He didn't stop. I turned around, and I just gold-cocked him. Damn, down he went. Here come the teachers running. And grabbed us by the arms, pushed us up against the wall. Everybody else went inside. What happened? Told him what happened. And said, okay goes in the classroom brings a paddle out about this long this it's a wooden almost makes paddle. me sick here in dale i'm sorry it, it just this irritates me go ahead it has holes drilled in it mm-hmm. okay yeah. so that hurts worse and he swung it with both hands dramatic i got i got one lick just for fighting because fighting isn't allowed and the kid who flicked my ear got three Ooh. when he hit me with that paddle my heels came off the floor. I believe it. 100%. Probably enjoyed it. And then made me go inside and sit down. And everybody in the room is, it's deathly silent. Uh-huh. So they can hear that. Everybody that, just knows you got your butt whooped. They hear that whack out in the hallway. It echoes up that and down that hallway. Talk about embarrassing. Then the kid who got, who, the kid who did, did, did that, did the ear flipping got three. Uh-huh. And let me tell you something. I felt that for the rest of the day. 
I'm I believe sure, it. Sure you did. Yeah. Coming from a family, look, I am a spanker. Yeah. My parents were definitely spankers. <laughs> yeah. We had the Board of Education holes drilled in. Uh-huh. I mean, telling you, tell teacher ever come after me one of those, though? I would have ran away from school and never come back. That teacher hit the my kid. The Board of Education. That's what we called it. It was I a Board of Education. That. So I am definitely a spanker, and uh-huh. I believe in spanking when it's, the time is right. But uh-uh. Thank God that teacher spanking thing is way long gone. Because yeah, I got some long. teachers that probably would have walled off on me. And I wasn't a bad kid. But right. I like Chase. I had my, my couple smart alecky moments. Like when I corrected a teacher's spelling. Or I talk sometimes. But I wasn't... My parents... I was very respectful. My parents were very much gave me the yes ma'am, no ma'am speech before I went into any birthday party, school, anything. And so when people have called and said, well, you should just listen to your teacher and you wouldn't have changed kind. <laughs> well, I was probably five. Okay, you tell five-year-olds to shut up and sit down. You tell me how well that works. We didn't have any of those. My kids didn't have any of those kind of behavior cards or anything like that. But if they did something, a note got sent home. Uh-huh. And then one day, my kid, I, this is typical of my this particular child, they were learning about dinosaurs. I mean, more advanced than just identifying a dinosaur, a little bit more advanced. Yeah. Some, something was asked about what a particular dinosaur was by identifying it in a photo. And my kid, not to the teacher, but he was heard saying, uh, and I said this on the air the other day, he said, uh, he said, that looks like a damn fine though. <laughs> and I, I got called in the classroom <laughs> later on, and I laughed. I couldn't help it. I said, I'll talk to him about it. Said, yeah. But you got to admit. It's pretty funny. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Son, you're yeah. not supposed to say that, but that was good. But you know, at the end of the day, I get teachers have to have some way to discipline these kids. Yeah. And I understand it. I just still think at the end of the day, it's a little embarrassing. And sometimes some teachers take it too far. Yeah, I agree. Is Matt Stell. A skyscraper, a record player, Kentucky 80. Carolina, just like you always said we would. Birthday time, what a day for celebrating. There'll be songs and gifts and some happy congregation. This is birthday time with your friends and your relations. It's a time for joy and happy weird on this Wednesday and wild as we celebrate the local celebrities of the triad celebrating their special days today. If you want to get on this list, all you got to do is head over to 931wolfcountry.com or DM us on Facebook or Instagram at 931thewolf. First up, a birthday that just got texted in. He sounds adorable. Finley Hoyt from Reedsville is celebrating a second birthday today. Oh, too super cute. Findley Hoyt. I love that name. What a, what a cutie, I bet. Also celebrating today, Renee Belcher of Winston-Salem, Brandon Stevenson of Blues Creek, Dexter Brooks from Randleman, John Kofer of Kernersville, Lori Brown of Wahlberg, Josh Holbrook from Boonville, Krista Lachlan of Denver, Crystal Jester of Yakinville, Ashley Smith of Burlington, Dan Niffin of Winston-Salem, Tiffany, don't want to lose my place, Tiffany Hancock of Kernersville, Brandon Kearns from High Point, Hannah Nixon of White Plains, Sandy Flack from Burlington, Jeremy Reimer of Thomasville, Melinda McCorkle of Walnut Cove, and Carly Davis of Stokesdale. Man, that's a lot for that's, Wednesday. That's quite a list. It is. It just kept adding up. I double-checked this morning. We got four more. You guys share your birthday with Chris Ducker, who's 51. <laughs> Chris Tucker is so hilarious in Rush Hour 1, 2, and 3. We need four. One of the funniest things he said in Rush Hour 1. $50 million. 
I was that, wondering what you had planned with that this morning when we came in. That whole scene is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> also celebrating today, Richard Gere is 73. Van Morrison is 77. And WWE star Jeff Hardy is 40. Richard today. Gere, isn't he a, the, the soap opera guy? No. no. Richard Gere was in Pretty Woman. Oh, yeah. Runaway Bride. I got it. I got it. I got it. Very famous actor. Yeah. Very good looking. Now, just in case we missed yours. $50 million. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy, happy. Wake up with the Wolf Show. 805. Time is flying, kids. Mm-hmm. It's already 805 here on the second day of school and the very last day of the month. Today is the last day of August. Tomorrow, brand new month, September 1. Coming tomorrow. Uh, I know that we have scheduled for right now a weird Wednesday, but this is so bizarre mm-hmm. that I wanted to tell you about it. You could consider this weird. Uh, I put this in the 21st century problem category. Uh, and this is a real, this is not made up, this is a real story. Um, a Southwest pilot um, got angry the other day. Um, he was tired of people on the plane messing around, and he decided to go dad on everybody. They were headed to Myrtle Beach for a little vacation. Everybody mm-hmm. on that plane was going to Myrtle Beach. Mm-hmm. He got on the intercom and threatened to turn the plane around <laughs> if the passengers did not stop acting like idiots. This happened last week when people from Houston were off on a trip. Uh, he was specifically addressing a group of people who would not stop sending other passengers naked photos uh, <laughs> over airdrop. <laughs> what is wrong with us world? Uh, typical dad move. I'll turn this plane around. Um, they were still on the tarmac, but in the midst of taxiing out to the takeoff point. And he threatened to turn the thing around, go back to the gate, and make everybody deplane and ruin their vacation. No, let them have some fun. I did that on a cruise once. I hate to break to them. They headed to Myrtle Beach. Their vacation's already ruined. Uh, they uh, they complied, and they all got to go on their trip. The dad vibes worked. Everybody made it to their vacation. Um, airdropping, evidently, is becoming an issue on airplanes where people are pretty much uh, on a regular basis airdropping raunchy stuff it's like a sly way to be a flasher uh there's a story that i saw back in june where another passenger did the same thing on a flight from detroit to denver and by the way there's a name for it it's called cyber flashing um i need to rephrase what i said a minute ago i did do this but not naked photos of me sure i did do it on a cruise though as we were waiting at our mustard what the mustard stations muster station <laughs> mustard yeah okay <laughs> we were waiting and i airdropped everybody around me a picture of me and they all responded it was awesome i uh, have gotten one random photo going down the road before i got airdropped to me <laughs> and i remember it being something dumb like it wasn't even funny and i was like well, where did this come from and why so, anyway, the te- states of Texas and California have already passed a law against cyber flashing. Wow, good. So, but it's, it's sad it came down to that, but good. Yeah, I mean, who would have ever thought that you have to go, hey, if y'all don't mind, please stop sharing your drunk. Don't send naked photos yeah. to all the strangers on the same airplane with you. Would that be would Would that be okay with y'all? Could you do that? 
And then you find out trying to figure out where they're sitting. Like, this is awkward. <laughs> what if it's the guy next to you? <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> what he's, if, he's waiting. He's looking yeah. at your phone like, what do you think? <laughs> well, what do you do uh, then? What do you I think? Really you slide over. <laughs> yeah. Ma'am, could I change seats? You no. might enjoy this a little bit more than I And now it's time for Things You Need to Know. If you're looking for love, today might be the day. It's National Matchmaker Day. Jeez. No thanks. It's Dale's day for love. No, it's not. Dale, get out there. Go get out there. You know what? Anybody interested in Dale, call us right now. 680 Wolf. Please, I don't need your help. Well, Dell, I'll save you. I'll move on. Uh, Heinz Ketchup is releasing their own line of ketchup-stained clothing. Now, when I first read this, I thought, hmm, why would they be doing this? But it's for a good cause. The clothing is being sold through an online retailer. Now, over 150 pieces of clothing have been stained with ketchup by, you guessed it, Heinz Ketchup. And how much are they? $50 million. (laughs) Nice. Now, the collection is is to celebrate uh, the character Heinz Ketchup Stains at Apparel, which that made no sense how I typed that. Perfect. (laughs) What are you doing in there? I have no idea. You drop a donut on the keyboard? (laughs) Seriously. But each secondhand item is going to be available, but 100% of the proceeds go to Rise Against Hunger, which is an international hunger relief nonprofit organization, which is fantastic i think that they're doing that but 150 items of stained clothing honestly they could come to my closet yep. and they could find more i was gonna say for the price you probably pay for that shirt i'd just rather give a donation to that organization than buy its ketchup stained shirt yeah don't you hate when you start out in the morning you've got like a it doesn't matter what color the t-shirt is let's say it's a mid color uh-huh. like an olive or something olive you, he goes straight to olive well i'm talking it's a mid color okay all right mid so you 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 drop just a little tiny droplet of something on there, and it spreads a little bit, and then you all of a sudden you look like you're a super slob. Oh yeah, this big splotch on your. On I'm your gonna shirt. tell you every time I go buy a Simply Southern shirt, clearance or full price, every single one of them has some sort of stain on them. I do not know why. Yeah, you're so right. So for four it, years, I've kept a white simply southern shirt in my drawer and have yet to wear it because i know the minute i do it's gonna get a stain you know i keep about three or four brand new white t-shirts and i'm talking about it i'm not talking about t-shirts you wear underneath your clothes i'm talking about a t-shirt you would wear out yeah i keep three or four of those brand new in my closet at all times for this very reason right all the time my just favorite like, white dress shirt ruined with the stain it's just hanging in my closet with one of those very faded out grease stains and yeah. i'm like can never wear it again butter stains are the worst yeah, you you can get them out, but it's 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 a problem. It's that oil and grease, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of something, uh, if you need help with reorganizing your home, doing some interior design, I may have something that might just fit your space. Ooh, Dairy Queen oh is producing a new line of scented throw pillows. The things he thinks we really need to know every day just we, blows my mind. We do need to know this. Did we? The pillows smell like their Blizzard flavors. Ew. Um, the so first, sour milk. <laughs> no. The first set smells like pumpkin pie and cinnamon rolls. Ugh. 
I, I, first of all, you know, I've said this before. I don't like candles that are food scented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that the fresher, lighter smells, and I don't want anything uh, that even resembles furniture or accessories that smells like. That's food. what I'm saying. Like, like candles are the exception for me. I don't care how that, what, whatever smell it is, food or not. Okay. But it's like when you scent items that aren't supposed to be scented, it's a weird fragrance. It's never what it's supposed to smell like. It almost smells plasticky or fabricy. I don't know. It's just and why? think about the funky stuff that's going to get on throw pillows. That's going to combine with that smell. And I really do not want no Dairy Queen throw pillow, especially with the dog hair in my house. I don't no. want no dog hair all over my blizzard. Now I'll take a Reese's Blizzard right now. Anybody, right this minute, fresh and cold. Mm. You got about two hours for the open. Good choice, though. Thanks. Costco stores are now selling Christmas decorations, in case you were wondering. They, they have giant Frosties, lawn displays, uh, Christmas trees. Just to put it in perspective, Christmas is 117 days away. And you said this was Costco? Costco. You should have just said everywhere. They've all got it out now. <laughs> they really everywhere have. I was, in big lots. I was in big lots the other day. They already got it out. You know, people complain about it, but here's the thing. You take a store like the at-home store or Costco, the warehouse, a lot of it, is the actual sales floor. Mm-hmm. So they've only got so much room in the back to put that stuff. they got to get it out, out. there. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Yep. You're right. Last but not least, here's your fun fact for the day. Did you know Canadians are required to complete a basic math problem without a calculator before claiming a lottery winnings? Oh, my God. It basically is to work around gambling laws. So it could be something like, you know, what is 5 times 4 minus 10? got to follow the operations of, you know, stuff i would lose that money quicker than i want it <laughs> what's four plus four uh, 50 million dollars <laughs> this has been today's edition of One, two, three, four, wake up with the wolf show it's uh 8 35 now and a nice day coming today and Chase just popped in with some good news, so the humidity is going to be going down as the day goes on. Yeah, it's going to be nice. Uh, by the time the evening rolls around, I think it's going to be a very pretty evening. We're back in the school, back in those car rider lines, and I will say this, probably some of my most favorite memories of when my boys were little came out of that car line, because you got them in that car, man. It's a captive audience. And, and you know, and then the older they get, the less they want to hang out with dad or whatever or mom or whatever the case may be. So I had some great memories from the car line. I really did. Uh, I had some awful car line memories uh, on the days that I was a car rider. Um, but I also have some not so awesome memories too of waiting in line for my nephews, especially yesterday. Huh car rider lines are for the birds and they're for people who know how to get out of the car on time let's put it that way if you got to eat your breakfast put your pants on fill up your book bag with stuff give all your mama all the kisses in the world before you get out of that car yeah you are meant for the bus stop pal yeah get out uh, of the car rider line yeah we uh we were experts at it of course because we my kids never had a bus yeah. uh, they were in private school so you had to take them to school every day so every day from the time they were uh, old enough to go to school until they got driver's license and had their cars and drove to school they rode in the line and uh our schedules were so i was i was doing a morning show so my wife would take them to school on her way into the office because she she had her own business mm-hmm. and she could go whenever she wanted to 
And I would pick them up in the afternoon. Basically, I had to learn what my mom, and I quote, um, hop out mafia style. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a sidewalk rolling. Yep. Yeah, basically. Uh, that was, the, still to this day, she'll use that terminology. So that's exactly, exactly how we learned to get in and out of the car when heading to places mafia style mm, okay now, I don't she know. was never quick with anything but she expected us to be super speedy <laughs> with her schedule so right. i don't know how i would i'm i'm probably my kids would ride the bus but i know there'd be instances whenever i do have kids that uh, i'll have to drop them off as well i don't know what i would talk to them about in there i'd just pull up brakes old brakes of mine Please on don't the do air that make them listen to your air check yeah hey Absolutely listen to this break this was a good one <laughs> no, absolutely not. My mom decided we, we never had good mornings, ever, because once again, my mother was always running late, so therefore we always ran late, and everybody was late, and she was mad at all of us because she was the main one that was late. Um, so anyways, we'd get a lot of scoldings in the car. It'd be those moments like, God, just get me to school for the love of God. I can't wait to slam this door uh, shut, not hear your mouth never. anymore for eight hours. I never would do that to them. <laughs> I didn't want them to go to school with some horrible uh, weight on their shoulders because they got reamed in the car by me. I love my mama. She had a lot of weight on her shoulders. Right, sure. So she we did. got a lot of weight on our shoulders and I was one of those kids. I'd walk in the door with a smiling face, but you had no idea. Well, Five minutes prior, I just got my butthole ripped open. What's that stuff that runs downhill? <laughs> uh, well, that, that stuff runs downhill, man. Woo! I feel you in the car rider line, though. I know how it is. There's the good, there's the bad, and there's the ugly in there, too. That'd be you, Chase. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the folks down in Lynchburg. <laughs> Wake up with the Wolf Show. 851. Before we get to, uh, your student loan relief here. I was reminded by a text. Watch out. All of our police friends are out there watching those school zones, trying to keep uh, mm-hmm. keep our kids from getting hurt out there. They're using overt and covert uh, methods to uh, watch those school zones. They're also following school buses, making sure people are obeying the stop arm rules and all that kind of stuff, knowing when they're supposed to stop, when a school bus is stopping, all yeah. that kind of stuff. You'll see some but you won't see some either. That's right. The Guilford County Sheriff's Department has a whole fleet of those stealth Mustangs that they use for that kind of stuff. So they're out there, so be careful. Uh, Mind your speed. Mind Mm -hmm. your driving habits. Uh, Speaking of, and and again, that's another thing. Speaking of police cars, you know, every year we talk about that cruiser contest that the Troopers Association Uh has. Well, we didn't win. North Carolina didn't didn't even get in the top ten for having the best looking cruiser. Uh, Kentucky State Police won second year in a row. I mean, theirs is nice. Yeah, it is. They got that band across the door. And, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get. It. Maybe it's time for an update on the cruisers. I don't know. We got good looking cruisers, but maybe it's time for an update. I don't know. So for the past, I don't know, two weeks, the biggest topic of conversation across the interwebs. And in any conversation that you get into, almost, somebody brings up the student loan situation. Yes. And the student loan forgiveness. Now, we're all in this room affected in some way by student loans. Uh, Annie and Chase both have student loan debt that they're carrying now. Uh And my son has uh, some that he has that he's going to have to start paying back here pretty soon. It's It's not a huge amount, but he does have loans to pay back. And now with his loan forgiveness... A lot of these people are going to get some relief, including the two of you. Whoop, whoop. Hopefully. If everything goes according to the their the plan. Now, Annie, you'll get all of yours wiped out, looks like. Yes. 
very excited about it. My husband, on the other hand, will only, you know, get just a little chunk of change off of his. Okay. Well, Chase, do you get most of yours? Yeah, most of it. And uh, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm pretty excited about it. I know people are divided. You're either on one side or the other. There's nobody on the middle. But uh, <laughs> that's for sure. I think I think you know this is this is good. I I think it's great, and you know I I do feel bad for people who forked over a ton of money to try to pay off their student loans all these years or whatever. And you know this, I am an exception to this. I only have a little tiny bit of loans that I took out to make ends meet. You. I know I was I was I was fully covered at school, but I took out loans because, like I was saying yesterday, I was living out of my car. Oh, I needed a place yeah, to live. A job. That was yeah. totally different for me. They offered me everything. I was like, except. Yeah. He was checking every box. And so, you know, I only have a little bit of debt. So it's so nice that it's going to get, you know, that's one of those things that gets just taken off my shoulders. But, and I, like I said, I feel bad for people who the interest has collected and they're paying way more than they ever should have paid in the first place. And, and you know, that's awful. Um, but it's like, gosh, just be happy for other people who get this little bit of relief because they don't have to go through it. I saw a comment on a friend's page that said it took them 13 years to pay off $37,000 mm-hmm. in student loan debt. And that was a graduate program. And they said they ended up paying $105,000 on that loan due to the predatory and unjust com- compound interest. Yeah. See, I graduated in 2014, so we're going on eight years now. Yeah. That whole eight years has been nothing but interest for me. And they said, I just, they said, I would not wish this unfair burden on anybody. Let the student loan debt relief continue and grow. I had a friend who was a doctor and uh, came out of medical school with about $200,000 in student loan debt to pay back. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and I know that there's a dividing line here, and there is the camp that says, you know, it's going to cause the universities and the colleges to raise their tuition. It's going to cause taxes to go up. You know, nothing's free. We're going to pay for this somehow. You know what I'm saying? So, I get, so I get all that. We don't know how we're going to pay for it then? <laughs> no. Well, we do. We already have a plan for it. But it's not taxes, it's right? It's not through taxes. Okay. No, I could go on a whole I, spiel. Imagine getting mad at people who won't be drowning in so much debt anymore. What's incredible is every year, I forgot the exact number, but uh, over a trillion dollars is loaned out every single every single year <laughs> uh, for student loans. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I don't know if you're benefiting from that or you're not benefiting from that or you know, however you feel about it. What I would be interested to know is if you're against it and you hold student loans uh, from the government and you're being included in the group that gets relief, yeah. would you refuse the relief on principle and not take it and continue to pay off your loan? All I got to say is that if I was able to have already paid off my loans, I would have. Oh, yeah. And if I was, if I knew in the next two years I could have them paid off, I absolutely would. I don't know if I would decline the help, but it's like, it's not that I don't want to pay these loans, but if someone's offering to help me, then yeah, yeah, buddy, yeah. I'm going to raise my hand up way high. And please. if it happened to somebody else, I'd be happy for them too. You know, like if this happened, let's say 20 years ago, they yeah, I'd yeah. Be, yeah, I'm happy for you. Right. This happened to some people a year ago. I saw people say, ooh, I just checked my bank account. I mean, my, my you know, student loan account, and boom, these debts have been relieved. And I'm like, what are y'all talking about? Mine's still full on right here. And now I'm like, okay, cool. I wasn't mad at them. I was just like, hey, why wasn't it me? You That's know? another point there, because if they already have your information, you have a federal student loan, it'll just sort of happen, you know. Oh, For others, oh, there's yeah. going to be an application process. Oh, yeah, they have my information. <laughs> they, they, yeah. know, they know where you are. Right. 
They know where your bank account is. <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 